0: senior and I'm a peer mentor at SMU Financial Literacy. Hi, I'm Haiti Rojas. I'm a junior and I'm also a peer mentor at SMU's Financial Literacy Program.
1: And today we'll be sort of having a conversation about some of our money habits and how we use our money as a peer mentor. Yeah. So let's start with one of your biggest money
0: management strengths versus a money
1: management weakness that you have?
0: So a money management strength that I have is that I do have credit cards and I do make sure that I pay them off like every month. And like, I'm really good at that. And I'm always like checking to make sure that I'm not overspending. I'm not going over the like 30% utilization, right? Because it's a rate that you can't go over. Even if you have a credit limit, you don't use your whole credit limit, right? Because that's like bad is going to hurt your credit, so I never go over it. I only go, like, below 30% utilization, and then that's, like, a strength of mine, but a weakness is that I do spend money, like, on stupid things every day. Like, I I spend money on coffee um, every day almost, and then, like, my lunch, obviously, and, like, that's, like, my strength, and I think those things I could make at home, but I choose to just spend money on them, so I feel like that's, like, a weakness of mine.
1: I feel like mine are the exact opposite it. <laughs> yeah. um I think that my money strengths are um that I don't like I don't get a coffee every day and I bring my lunch from home and I'm very good about like I'll go to a store and like I'll be like, I'm not gonna spend money in this store, I'm just gonna look around like I think that I have good self control in that, but then like I actually I don't even have my own credit card um, <laughs> oh i've I've started building some credit because like I'm an authorized user, like oh under that's some a really good bills. tip, yeah which I think is helpful, mm-hmm. and it's, like, something that, like, I just, like, the payment is, can take out of, like, I do it for my cell phone bill, but I don't actually have a credit card in my own name that I make payments to, and that is something that I,
0: I really need to start on. Yeah. Well, that's a really good tip, though. If your parents are, like, really good with, their, with paying their bills every month, yeah. like, it's really good to have you as an authorized um payer there because then that's good credit for you. So, yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, I just yeah. piggyback off yeah. my mom. <laughs> tip it.
1: Um, but other than like credit and stuff like that, has there been any ways that you've started financially
0: preparing for your future? Um, so I do have a savings account that I make sure like I input, like it, it can be like literally $20 or $50 or a hundred dollars. just depends on like how much I spent that month or that week. So I make sure that like, I always have money in my savings account. I make sure that I have something to fall back on. Even as a college student, you might think, "Oh, my parents can do it," but like sometimes it's just like you want to be able to be responsible enough to be like, "Okay, I can cover this," and so yeah, that's one of like the things
1: that I do. Um, I think personally, I, I think I do a lot of good research and so the things that we, that I that I need to do for my future. Um, it's putting it to practicality, which one. My next question is like some ways that I want to, but I haven't gotten to, and so. I know everything that I need to do. It's just me taking the time to do those steps and to work towards creating like a really good savings account and good credit and stuff like that. So is there any ways that you
0: want to start preparing for your future, but haven't done so yet? Um, I would say I think I do need to create a budget. I think I need to start doing that to prepare for my future. I don't think I've done anything now because I'm like, I need to be more disciplined in that aspect But, yeah, I don't think I've done anything to, like, prepare myself for the future besides, like, having my credit card and paying that off every month in full and having my savings account.
1: So how about some money hacks? Like, I I shop at the Dollar Tree all the time. That is, like, my target. Like, I will go there and I will shop the aisles because they have everything. They actually do. Like, I shop for, like, nail polish and, like, makeup there. They have, like, Elf brand.
0: Oh. No, that's really, yeah, I think, like, things like that, like, very, like, no polish and, like, certain makeup stuff, like, you can totally, like, get that for really cheap, like, you don't have to spend $30 on mascara or something, you know, like, that's ridiculous, but, like, I think for some things I think you should splurge on, like, things that are, like, you really need every day, you want something that, like, reliable every day, but things like that, yeah, like, shopping for cheaper things, like, that you could get, like, for me, it stores, I always, like, look at, like, sales stuff because there's always, like, really good stuff there, too. Like, for closing, like, you don't have to pay full price for everything. And then there's always, like, discount codes. Like, always be on the lookout for discount codes. And they're, like, everywhere. Like, if they get posted on Instagram pages and, like, in TikTok, they always have, like, oh, like, here's a discount code for, let's say, Anthropology or Zara or... And there's always, like, sales going on at different stores. There's always sales. So I do look at that.
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that goes into that is not falling into sort of, like, the...
0: Trend talk trends things because
1: yeah. like every other day I'll see like some video that's like this is the new makeup thing and it's like a $30 blush yeah. I'm like I have a blush at home yeah I have a very good blush at home
0: that's like half used yeah. like I just need to focus on you just can't be enough. easily influenced yeah. with those no. type of things yeah yeah and some things are just not for you like if you know you don't have it like that like just don't who cares who, who's gonna know you have $30 blush yeah. on like, like you know what I'm saying Like it, oh, it goes away that? in like yeah. an hour anyways so no one's gonna be like you're using that $5 blush today, right? Yesterday you're using the $30. Like no one cares that much and no one's like, I think, yeah, I think that's something that students, especially college students because they want to save money Mm -hmm. to just not really care about those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on from sort of budgeting and money management into financial aid and being college students. So what's something that you've done that you think has helped you in the financial aid process throughout these years?
0: Yeah, so I fortunately have, I'm the youngest in my family, so I've seen all of my siblings grow through the financial aid process. And like, I always make sure that I set a reminder of when that application opens, because I'm always like one of the, I swear I'm one of the first people to get that in. Like, I always like, it, this year it's like December 1st and it's not October 1st. And I knew that information like months ago, and I made sure I have that in my calendar that I know, like, okay, I'm going to start it this time. And then I also, like, grab all the papers that I need. Because, you know, like, you have to look at your parents' tax, yeah. tax. Taxes. So, yeah. yeah. You have to look through all the papers to see what like, the information to put it in. So I make sure I have, like, all of that ready to go. So when that application is open, I have it on my desk. I can go through it really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, it's just, like, becoming friends with the financial aid people. Um, I think, I mean, obviously it's easy for us cause we work for financial literacy, yeah. but I think still, like, even if you don't work in the financial literacy or financial aid department, like even if you just like meet with your advisor and then you send like a thank you note afterwards, like they'll remember your name. And yeah. if you need extra scholarships or whatever, you know, then you can just reach out and they'll see your name. They'll remember your name and they'll, um, they'll have something there's, there's free money everywhere. You just got to ask and you got to look for it.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not even just like, I think a lot of people focus on like school scholarships, but there's just so many scholarships that are not related to like the school you're going to. Mm -hmm. There's so many, and there's scholarships about like very, like things that like, oh, if you're over six feet tall and you're this, you know, like there's a scholarship for you. Like there's just like scholarships for essentially everything because there's a lot of people out there that do want to help you. And then you'd be surprised like how much a thank you goes. When you like, yeah. are talking to these people, like they'll remember you. Like you said, they will remember you mm-hmm. and they'd be like, cause it's not a common thing. And then it, I think a lot of people are like shy to ask for it, but you just have to like, this is money that like, you're like investing in yourself. Like you're yeah. investing in yourself and like, you just can't think about, Oh, that's embarrassing. To, like to apply for like, no, like you need to go and like do what you gotta do and get like lower your debt.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have a scholarship that's for like Texas license plates.
0: See, that's what I was saying <laughs> about the scholarships. Very random scholarships that you can be on the lookout for. Yeah. And they're just, like, there. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one applies for them. No. They so don't. it's, like,
1: it's just free money that's
0: just sitting yeah. there. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, after, I mean, how long have you we've been working here? Like, a year and a half. Yeah, I we started at the same time. Yeah. yeah. We started last fall. So in your time in financial literacy, what have you understood the importance of financial literacy to be?
0: The importance of financial literacy, I took it more as, like, a personal thing because of the fact that I know that even, like, my friends, they don't know this information because, you know, as Hispanics, we kind of just think loans is the answer, right? And it's, like, it's, like, shown that we are, like, the least informed on these topics. You know, like, we're the least, we don't know about what the difference between the loans is. And, like, even, like, our, our boss, Miss Gomez, like, she's always saying this information, I want to really target, you know, that group of people because they are, like, the least informed. So I think it's really important that, like, our people, like, learn about it. Because it is really important. Like, you need to know about, like, what type of loans you're taking out. Because there's some that have interest, some that don't, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I've, I mean, I've seen so much of that where um, it's not that people of color or women don't have the ability to make as much money. It's just they have never they
0: Been were never informed. taught. Yeah, yeah, they were never
1: taught how to manage their money or how to um, like go into stocks or invest or anything like that. And I saw something um, a while ago, and it said that um, women, like parents, prepare for college much more with their sons rather than their daughters. And Mm -hmm. so historically parents have saved up more money for their son to go to college rather than their daughter to go to college. Mm -hmm. And so that means that those daughters, if they want to go to college then they have to take out more loans and then they get in more debt and that will, you know, affect them in the future. And so this stuff is just so important to know. And it's not like people need to be like so disciplined, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. There's some people that are like, never buy a coffee because then if you, if you save a coffee every day, then you'll be able to buy a house when you're like 25. Like, no, that's ridiculous. That's not, that's not realistic. I think the most realistic thing is just keeping yourself informed and knowing, just knowing these things and will able to advocate for yourself.
0: Yeah. And then also I think even like the events that we hold, I've noticed, I don't know if you have noticed that everyone who goes are not People of color most of the time. They're mm. mainly, you know, white male. student, white male students that come to our events, and we're kind of like we're happy that we have those students there, but, you know, we we need to target more of those, you know, less informed group of people, and that is the like people of color, mm. especially at this school. Like, yeah. we really need to, they really need to know this information.
1: Yeah, just like we needed to know this information because yeah. I didn't know any of this before I started.
0: Yeah, but. of on that
1: topic where is some place that you go for information about finances
0: um so i actually have a brother who works at a bank and like he knows a lot about that like he majored in finance so i definitely go to him also go to my sister my older sister and then if i don't really want like a personal touch to that information i kind of go to miss gomez our boss the financial literacy the senior financial literacy specialist um because she knows about everything yeah. and she's always sending us information and i also email my advisors all the time mm-hmm. like even if i don't know something i will always email my smu like financial literacy um, advisor mm-hmm. like miss gomez and then like my, my other one
1: yeah i agree I, I reach out to like like my mom helps me a lot or miss gomez yeah. help me out a lot but then just like if there's like some like really broad like sometimes I've, we've had to like research like really Strange things that like we didn't know were a thing, and so I guess for that, um, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of websites that will help you, and a lot of YouTube videos that just like break it down really easily. Um, I think Sally Mae is a good one. Yeah. Um,
0: there's a lot of Bank of America. Yeah. Information out there. Like if you you guys need to like just Google like banks, and they have so much information on their websites, like just really helpful tips that we even use a lot like in our events and stuff and we partner with banks and they talk they literally they use the material that is literally on their website Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: yeah and they always have stuff that are that's specifically targeted for college college students students too yeah and it's really really helpful and then like other podcasts like i like nerd wallet nerd Mm -hmm. is really good um yeah that's i don't know
0: just i'll cut that out (laughs) do you have any podcasts though um so many but, okay so if you want to know about podcasts, there's an instagram post that you know i made for our instagram and there's literally four amazing podcasts that are really really good specifically for college students and i did list one of ours that's oh, one of them yeah, because i think him. it's really good
1: yeah yeah so hint hint go follow go our look instagram at too. Yeah. if you want to know about that i assume financial literacy we're trying right. to reach a thousand followers shameless
0: plug there <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well
1: is there anything else that um, do you think that we need to talk about, about money management, finances, anything like um,
0: that? I would say, I think I would advise everyone to really consider attending um, our events this year and like our following years. Because even though we are like sort of a newish program where we're kind of revamping it this year, like last year and this year, so I feel like we've we've grown a lot since the beginning and i feel like people who have been attending our events kind of see that like we're very like we know our stuff now and i feel like you should really really attend our events and especially those students that are not really represented you know Mm. yeah in this kind of category and yeah just like especially people of students of color should really like consider going and learning about it because you don't want to fall behind because then imagine like you're say like out of college and then you don't know like oh wait how do I use my credit like my credit card to build my credit and then you end up damaging it instead of improving it when you could have just easily reached out to those advisors or attended you know a financial literacy like event or listen to this podcast even yeah yeah
1: all right well thank you for joining me today thank you for interviewing me <laughs> Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. As always, SMU Financial Literacy is here to help you. Email us at financialliteracy at smu.edu with any questions and follow our Instagram at SMU Financial Literacy. Pony up! This podcast is a resource for students in regard to personal financial management, including budgeting and saving techniques, incurring and managing debt, and in general dealing with their personal resources. The presenter of this podcast and those leading the interviews are not certified financial planners, licensed as financial advisors, or experts in the field of financial aid. However, guests interviewed may include professors, financial advisors, or others with expertise in the area, which are covered by the podcast. Each individual that listens to this podcast should consider that the information presented is not financial or investment advice, is general nature, and is not specific to the facts of any individual.